Mescalero. As you probably know by now, you're listening to a podcast. We give a chance for some of the unique stories out there um, to be heard and, if anything, inspire our community. Three, two, one, action. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Riding on the Wall podcast. I go by the name of Chris Frizzell. We have Blue Shindu in the building. And today, we have a very special guest. Everybody give it up for John Harrington. How you doing, John? I'm doing all right. You guys? Good, good. Good to have you on the show. To all of our listeners out there, we'd like to let... We got to give a special thanks to our sponsors, uh, Shuttle Riodoso, established in 1999, kindness, caring, and respect. Special thanks to Matt Cena for sponsoring this show from Shuttle Riodoso. But anyways, we got a good, we got a good show lined up for all of our listeners out there. John Harrington, how you doing, John? I'm doing all right, man. It's good to have you. So you have a very a unique story well not a unique story you have a story that a lot of us can relate to on the res i can relate to it and there's definitely um a bunch of people on the res might be going through the same thing similar things um i guess to get started what should we talk about blue like his parents or well, uh let, let's uh kind of give a, a, a preface okay and then at least highlight what the um i guess the the main subject line is and then from there, I want to kind of just to give everyone an idea of, of what he's talking about, what he's faced. And then from there, I want to kind of do a little rundown from his childhood and family and community and life experience after that. Right. Also, disclaimer to all of our listeners, uh, this is uh, explicit lyrics, <laughs> adult content. So just to let everybody know. <laughs> yeah, cover your eyes. <laughs> all right. So um, what, what would you say, Chris? How, how would we approach this? Um what what's what's his story what's what's the the baseline here for what we're talking about so to me john is very inspiring because he's been he's been i can relate to him because he's lost a lot of weight first of all uh you used to be how much almost 400 pounds 400 oh, yeah, okay, a little bit closer to the mic i was almost 400 pounds all right 400 yeah that's a big number yeah man it was rough hard, looking hard at- to sleep it was rough, man. Looking at you now, you would never know. Yep. Yeah, people can't see, but there you look nothing like someone who used to weigh 400. My neck was bone way out here. <laughs> really? Cheeks. I can't even imagine. Yep. Look like my eyes are squinting all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and you grew up on the crazy streets of Peña. Yep, Peña. Used to run around all over. Peña, Palmerloo, Crystal Trails, Flats. Used to be the ultimate feast beast. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> right? Um, and who, so who's your family? Who's your parents? Uh, my, my um, dad's name was Frank Harrington mm-hmm. and my mom's name is, uh, normally Blake. Okay. Yeah, but she got married and last name's Harrington. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, besides, besides, uh, weight issues, um, what would, what would you say that's going to be another highlight of our story today? Uh, I was a full blown alcoholic drug addict, man, it was pretty crazy yeah uh, so we're, we're we're kind of uh going to be discussing your battle against um addiction weight law or overweight um anything else we're gonna really hit on 
those are the main ones. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. we're, we're, we're kind of looking at a story that's just gotten 180 and here you are today, right? Yeah. I can't believe it sometimes, you know. Yeah, man, I always think that I'm going to wake up in a dark room on the floor, hungover as hell. In there. <laughs> My gosh. Like, where the hell am I at, you know? Yeah. Yeah. All dark and I'm trying to find the lights or the wall, just crawling around, you know? <laughs> yeah. Woke up like that a lot of times. How many, how many years would you say you're addicted? Uh, man, high schools, you know. High schools when it started, like the pop parties and all that? Yeah, just got out of control and it's been out of control since. Is there one particular party or, or that you can remember back when you were that young that kind of set everything off or that went crazy? Shit, man, all of it. Yeah. It's like every weekend. But yeah, there was one man where I blacked out and practically ruined my life right there, and it was crazy, man. Kind of. What what happened exactly? Can you uh, talk about it? Kind of don't want to, but. Oh, if you, if you yeah, don't want to, it's, it's okay. Yeah, but just, if you just, just give us a little bit of details. We went to this party and we were fucking drinking like a. I think it was a gallon of Jack and a gallon of and a gallon of Bacardi. Yeah. And blacked out and almost went to prison, man. Yeah. Yeah. So you got lucky that time, huh? Yeah, just it was dumb, man. Well, um, regret, now- regret it, man, and like just that ruined my life. And then from there, I be I got paranoid from I got paranoid from fucking everybody, and I thought everybody was after me ever since. And then ever since then, man, I just been a mean ass drunk. Yeah, mean, paranoid. Thought everybody was always after me, like mm-hmm. always, like plotting on me or trying to get me or something. Yeah, and I ended up hanging out with some crazy ass people that I could relate to, and we all just ended up doing a lot of crazy shit. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, um, it's exciting to watch this part of this conversation start to unfold. I already, I already feel it. Yeah, um, hair's already standing up. I'm starting to sense that this conversation is going to be real good. Um, Before we we skip past um, who you are, I'm going to hit the brakes. I'm going to pull back. And I just want to kind of get a just a quick idea, you know, where you're from, who you are, your family, um, what your childhood was like. Um, Where were you? Where were you born? I was born in uh, Almagordo, New Mexico. Okay, And then you um, moved into Pena, your Pena your whole life? Uh, Well, from... What I heard, <laughs> we grew up while while we lived below the what was it was the elderly units right there. Mm. Remember where those little houses are? Right. Yeah, we lived there for a while, and then guess my mom looked into a house up in Pena, and she, that's where we've been ever since. How was your your childhood? Pretty typical bike riding, throwing rocks yeah, like the other sh- naughty kids. Yep. Boogers coming down your everything. face, everything. Snots, bubbles, <laughs> bucking barrels, <laughs> yeah. swings, tree houses, throwing rocks, mud bomb fights. Just everything, man. Throwing rocks at cars, putting logs on the road. Yeah. Yeah. Kicking dogs and and shoot, man. We used to make all kinds of dogs fight. Yeah. Like damn bloody, bloody fights, man. Just I'm I'm guilty of it. I, I, I stayed remember. in there until I was like ten or twelve. Yeah. <laughs> stayed in Pena, and we were pretty naughty. Um, <laughs> but you know, looking, you know, just to highlight, it was a great childhood. Yeah, it was pretty fun. Man. Yeah, fishing, camping, feasts. Once you just 
freaking pull up to a feast, hop off that car, and boom, gone till about <laughs> one, two, three in the morning. Yeah, just running around, man, being naughty. Yeah, we we live in a unique place that yeah. kind of allows for a different type of um, childhood and upbringing, and you know, unfortunately, the the relaxed atmosphere that our reservation provides it kind of leads us into uh, different avenues and um what 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 do you say how old you were when you took like maybe your first drink of alcohol or when things started changing for you when i was about 13 13 yeah did you have siblings that were with you or uh no nah, man i just when i used to hang out with a friend yeah mm -hmm. but yeah but he passed on like mm -hmm. a while back okay yeah um so you're about 13 started kind of tampering around yeah, with... just smoking weed started smoking weed man i used to love smoking weed man mm -hmm. like it was good man like and after that started getting into to drinking and i got hooked on that and just took off from there man you you went to school in Redoso, right yeah yeah Redoso. so what age did you do you think it turned from uh from drinking and then smoking weed to to the other drugs Probably um, about about eighth grade. Eighth grade. Yes. Wow, that's quick. Huh? Yeah, because had all kinds of crazy friends out here, mm -hmm. and started with alcohol, and then, well, with weed to alcohol, and then to coke, and then shit, man, it just went on and on. Yeah. Did you mostly hang out with people from the reservation or people from Redoso school? Uh, mainly from the res and here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Little from mix. Redoso, yeah. What, um, so you you went to, did you graduate Redoso? No, nah, nah, man, I went up to, uh, what do you call it, um, Job Corps up in Albuquerque. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I got my high school diploma from there. They have like a small little high school on over there on the, on the campus. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I went up there, got my high school diploma, and my uh carpentry certificate oh wow yeah like a trade you know right yeah no, those are um those are very like there's a lot of value in those trade schools you know yeah. learning how to do stuff and do things with your hands yeah. and, and work your mind like that that's great so you know you had skills you yeah, got man, your was, diploma yeah man it was pretty fun up there man they got all kinds of things up there welding uh like um bricklaying mm-hmm uh, like bot for like computers and stuff, mm -hmm. carpentry, all kinds of things, man. You can learn. And then you, uh, you tried to go to college for a little while, right? Yeah, I did, but ended up getting kicked out. Yeah. Yeah. From where? Albuquerque? No. Yeah. Up there in Albuquerque. Mm -hmm. What, how long did you, um, go to college for? For about three months. Three months? Yeah. So, you know, you grew up, you grew up Mescalero, Herodoso School, Albuquerque, tried some college, didn't work out. And um, it didn't work out because you were partying or... Yeah, yeah. partying and, and... Yeah, it's partying crazy. Yeah. <clears throat> How old were you whenever you were... It's about 23, 24, 25 okay. in that area. Gotcha. Yeah. When did you move back to Mescalero? About when I was about 27. 27? Yeah. Okay. Um, whenever you dropped out of college, did you just stay there for a while and get some work or did you come back immediately? Well, see, man, I stayed up there, yeah, with a... Yeah, man, with a family member, but yeah, man, I couldn't find a job, so I just ended up coming back down, and it was all downhill from there. Did that when you first started working at security for a while? Uh, no, I went to go work at a um, MATI. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we're like 
were like building houses and stuff, mm-hmm. porches and yeah. And then, uh, so when you say you went all downhill from there, what do you mean? What happened? She started partying crazy. Was it was it like a weekend thing or was it like an everyday Shit, thing? Man, it's like most every day, blackout every night, wake up, hungover, still buzz, just put water in my face and go to work. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, that's a crazy, yeah, crazy like, lifestyle. Shit, man. Yep. When? Why do you think you were doing that at the time? Well, I don't even know. If man. you had to it's, give an answer, like what was going through your mind at the time? What was making you get that alcohol? Just, just trying to fit in, trying to be cool, I guess. And I don't know. Just yeah, that's probably about it. Just trying to trying to prove myself to. To all kinds of people that didn't give a damn about me, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I was the one always. Well, I wasn't the only one, but I used to buy a shitload of beer and all kinds of stuff and party down. And I always woke up fucking with nothing, broke, mm-hmm. empty. Then I had to go back to work and yeah, reload. Yeah, yeah. But um, whenever you you said that you came you came back to Muscular about twenty seven. And um, can you, are you okay telling us how old you are now? I'm 41. 41. So yeah. that was some time, that was some time ago. Yeah. Um, how, how many years did you, did you party for like hard? Damn, man. Let me see. <laughs> Probably about 2010 to, uh, to about last year or two years ago. Oh, really? Two and a half years ago. Yeah. It's been like two and a half years that I've been sober. Oh wow! I mean, that's a long time to yeah, be sober. I quit everything all on the same day, man. Mm-hmm. What uh, wh- what was it that day that you just? Can you talk about that um, day? So man, I had a man, I had a bowel. What do you call it? A bowel obstruction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I drink, I drink, I drink too much vodka, and it 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 hardened up my my own bowel. Mm-hmm. You know, so I couldn't eat or drink anything, and everything I ate and drank, I threw up, mm-hmm. like thrown up and then eventually i ended up getting shit man i got all kinds of what do you call them um hernias from that Mm -hmm. and i was way i was way too overweight to um to have to have that um surgery done so Mm -hmm. i had to lose all that weight man yeah and from there that was like kind of a wake-up call too for me right yeah you said on the day you quit everything. On the, um, what do you mean when you quit everything? Shit, I mean, cigarettes, beer, whiskey. I was on meth bad, man. Meth, coke. I was doing pretty bad, man. You guys probably wouldn't even recognize me. Like, I had a beard. Looked like a crazy, like a mountain man or something. <laughs> yeah. Greasy. What would you say? Was it hard to break all those addictions? Yeah. It was hard, man. Still, it still is hard, man. N- nothing gets easy every day is a battle you know like mental battles like gotta just battling every day man non-stop if somebody's in that situation right now where they're pretty much at their their lowest yeah at their lowest what would be your advice to them just to do your best to just we call that um Just try to get some sleep, eat something, drink some water, even though you don't want to. You know, it hurts, man. Just just go somewhere. Just sweat it out, man. It's it's hard to explain, like, how you, you, when you're going through that, man, just 
It's like, damn. I see you nowadays on, on your, especially your social media. You're posting a lot of inspirational things, especially yeah. with your with your faith. Like, uh, I see you at the Catholic Church yeah. praying and stuff. Was that th- th- that take a big part of your life when, yeah. when you're going through that? Yeah, man. I always go over there, just kick back in there when I'm feeling like lost or just feeling alone or happy too. I go over there when I'm happy. Mm-hmm. It's like going there, kicking back by myself. At, at your lowest moment, whenever you knew you needed to make a change, where you did you pray? Did you talk to God? Or I was man, I used to cry and pray, man. Like I'll be all high as hell, man. Like around three, four o'clock in the morning, just tiptoeing around in my house. Mm-hmm. I have beer and whiskey and dope and all that shit, man. But man, I still felt empty, lost, and just felt worthless, man. Like. But like a real piece of shit, you know. Mm-hmm. The worst feeling on earth, man. Just like, like low, low, man. Like just the worst feeling, man. And I'll be, I'll be in the dark, man, with my just looking around, eyes all big, heart beating, crazy. Yeah. And yeah, man, I used to cry and pray, man. Yeah. Yeah. Did you um? Did you have any family members that you really like? Just kind of put it, put through. A hard time as well with your man put my whole street through all kinds of <laughs> shit street ask them they'll tell you man yeah. ask everybody they'll fucking tell you how i was ain't no lie man i was a freaking a-hole yeah fucking full-blown man just i don't know man just get all drunk and think i'm bulletproof mm-hmm. come to find out that i'm not <laughs> yeah yeah. He almost got taken down by, oh, yeah. by a stuck bowel movement. Yeah, shot up, stabbed yeah. up, everything, man. Oh wow! Yeah. So there's there's more to. How many times would you say that you um you face life and death during those times? A lot of times, man. Just being in car wrecks. Just all being stupid, man. Trying to be a badass, you know. Yeah. Other um any any of those times that you can talk about that stand out, maybe like a specific car car wreck or um maybe um any advice you can give even in some of these situations because you know, we're gonna have who knows how many people are gonna listen to this. We're we're up at I think it's like nine thousand seven hundred downloads. Now. Yeah, we're almost up to ten thousand, yeah. Damn. Yeah, so th- there's a lot of downloads, a lot of people listening. Yeah. Um, if you can, you know, sh- find it some story to share and tell, but try to give, you know, your advice and how to handle these situations now. Now that you're older, um, at least try to help somebody that's that's in these situations later on. You know. Yeah. Just. Damn, I don't know, like. Everybody has their own path, you know, and no one's going to change, not unless they want to change, you know, man, man, you could tell these people all this and all that, but it's really up to them if they really want to change or stay the way they are, you know, because yeah, man, I do have friends and family members that, uh, that, that quit for a while and they're doing good. And then I try to help them out, but it's just like, Certain things will um will um will um piss you off, you know, and make you mad and just make you just wanna give up right then and there and, and that's what happens a lot. Is that people just they just give up right away. Mm-hmm. Man, they they can't it's 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 hard to face, you know, like 
Yeah, man, when you're addicted to all kinds of stuff, you know, and you try to quit, man, you just, man, you do your best and you, you want people to be proud of you, you know, but still there's those, man, there's those fucking people out there that are just like, I don't know, like just waiting for you to fail every day to, to get up just to watch you fail. Yeah. Yeah, like, I don't know, man, it's just how it is, you know, like. People just want to see you fail, no matter mm-hmm. no matter what you do, man. It's hard, man. But I really don't know what to say about you know. Was there was there people in your life that were trying to get you to change all those years that was like maybe preach to you or tell you you need to stop? You just, yep. was there? Damn, man. Yep. All kinds of people, man, getting pissed off at me. Yeah, and you just never never listen. It's one year, not the other. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, your breaking point. You, you say was that 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 day whenever your stool the hard stool yeah when you face life or death were you in the hospital or what happened yeah man I went to the hospital man I was in the man I was in the hospital for about a good two weeks Ugh. damn man my stomach hurt like hell man I, like it tore like right here like this mm-hmm. part tore up and this part tore mm-hmm. I, like I was bloated man from all that shit and just all the alcohol and all that vodka you know because vodka mess you up. Yeah, got me off, fuck that man. And then end up getting all bloated and my stomach tore, and and that's how I got those hernias. And just after all that, man, all kinds of man, I'm like medical problems, you know, fucking mm-hmm. I'm diabetes and all of that, man. I ended up getting all of that type two diabetes. Yeah, yeah, and end up having taking all kinds of pills, high blood pressure pills, everything, man, just game too much man and and then i went to go see the doctor and then he told me that i could um shit man that i could that i could reverse it and in my mind i told myself that i'm gonna do this man and shit i did man i beat diabetes i don't have that no more that's awesome at all so when the doctor was telling you you have you can reverse it what do you mean what he was saying that um yeah man if i lose all the weight and just just change change my change change my whole lifestyle Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, that I could beat it. Did you think you, you'd ever see this day where you, you overcame all that? No, man. Like I said, man, it feels like I'm going to wake up in a dark room on the floor. Mm-hmm. Every day I think that, you know, like I'm going to wake up on a dark floor hungover as hell. And this is just all a dream. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. L- living that uh, crazy lifestyle, you, you have so many different factors that... Um, played played a role in your life, and and you mentioned some things earlier. You know, you're saying car crashes, you've been stabbed. Um, you probably have stories for days and stuff like that. But um, when it comes down like to what changed you, to what opened up your eyes, and you were you were laying up in the hospital looking at you know, the doctor as the doctor was explaining to you the things wrong, what you needed to do. Um, what, why, why then? Like, cause you know, what, why was it just that time? Because the other times you were, it seemed like you should have quit too, right? Yeah. I know, man. Just, yeah, man. I, and on the real, man, I, I was starting to get tired of being the way I was, man. Just mm-hmm. straight up in misery and just empty every day, all day. And I was broke as hell, man. Like, just like straight up broke man like crawling under my porch for like fucking broken cigarette butts just to roll those up man Mm -hmm. like gathering up change and all that man i got tired of being like that 
Mm-hmm. And I got tired of people just um, looking down on me like I was nothing and worthless, man. And yeah, man, yeah, man, yeah, man. When you're down like that, people think that shit, man. They could talk to you any type of way that they want to, you know. Mm-hmm. And shit, man, that's the worst, man. Makes you break your spirit, make you feel worse. And, but yeah, I just got tired of being like that. Uh, it's it's starting. It's hard to try to peel back some of these layers under under your. Um, I guess you you have. It seems like you you kind of have like um, these mental walls, but you're mentally stable right now. And um, to to get you to kind of like dive, I saw a little bit of emotion there, like you know when people talk down on you and stuff. Yeah. And that stuff's important to talk about. It's important yeah. because a lot of uh, the the people that we grow up with, that we party with, especially from the reservation. Uh, we're we're very hard on each other. We're we're mean people. We, <laughs> yep. we we can and it's and it's not because we're just we're all jerks. But everybody's in the same environment. Yeah. Everybody's going through it. Everybody knows somebody going through it. Yeah. And it's easy for for us to kind of um, you know shame each other or joke about it or joke about yeah. it. And that's that's all we do. We joke about it. But I think that's something that we have to start talking about now. When uh, when I was growing up, grew up same same areas, been picked on, <coughs> bullied, and everything, and I, I grew up around addiction. Yeah. Um, I was never one to really like fall on substances like that, you know. But um, I just grew up, it's, and it's because I grew up in a house of addiction sometimes, and you know, you watch alcohol and what it does, and sometimes see drugs coming in and out. And um, but it's when I was growing up, I was like I had a sensitive. I've always been sensitive always it's it's just innate it's and people have called me out for it picked on me for it but it's just who i am you know and but the thing that it it made me today i have a lot of issues from it uh especially like anger my temper is unreal um just whenever it gets flipped yeah and it's so it's almost like i get just blackout drunk yeah (laughs) said at the same time you know and then we have a lot of mental issues because of the environments we grow up in um, and I like I like what you're saying, you know, when when you ignore you um, are able to point out that that feeling you had people talking down on you and it makes you feel horrible. And I, I hope that this message like really starts to hit people. It needs to change our um, environment. We need to start looking out for each other a lot more, start being there for each other a lot more. You know, how, how different would your life have been if you had somebody in your corner, like being more positive than negative, you know? Man, I probably won't even be here, man. I'll probably be somewhere else, you know. You just needed someone. Yeah. Everybody needs somebody, man, you know. Mm-hmm. Someone to look up to, someone to cry to, someone to laugh with, mm-hmm. you know, walk with, joke around with. Yeah, we... uh, we to Trust, you know, someone to trust. Absolutely. Yeah. Tr- trust is probably the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, you, you have these... A lot of us get lucky. A lot of people that I know have someone, but um, when I start to analyze the people around me that that aren't doing well, are are some of the people that just don't have it together as well. Um, it seems like they have less people to count on, less people and to help them bounce back. It, it seems like a lot of people are lo- are lonely too lonely. Yeah, in our community, and that's we're, for real, right there, mm-hmm. man. And embarrassed and shy to, to get help. They're they're like, cause cause uh, yeah, they get clowned on if they yeah. try to ask for help or get put down you know yeah because you hear people say oh he's just a drunk or oh yeah. he's just a druggie oh yeah. he's never gonna lose weight he's never gonna yeah you know you hear those things and you don't want to 
you, 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 you just don't want, you don't want to speak up too because yeah they might all try to jump on you with their mm-hmm. with their negatives you know and that's definitely what we're trying to change in our community our tribe you know with this podcast to to help people yeah, yeah we uh we had a hard time putting it together. I did. I was so nervous on day one. Yeah, that's what he was telling me. So dang nervous. <laughs> and uh, I wanted to have uh, a platform like this um, just to give the community a voice um, for all the people that used to be in your, or just like your old position that you used to be in. Yeah. You know, if someone will just listen, if somebody will hear this podcast, you know, they might be going through the same exact thing that you were going through. And, and they can hear it in your voice and say, well, it's possible, man. That dude yeah. was almost 400 pounds. You remember the exact weight you were? I was about 395 pounds or 397. Yeah. And and I'm saying uh, people kind of like give me these little, um, I, I guess, a, uh, what do you call it? Like their opinion on on how I look. They're, dude, you look great and you're strong. What's the secret? <clears throat> how, how you must have been working out your whole life. Or sometimes they make jokes that like you're on steroids and all these things, but um, it's it's not it's not as uh, a big of an accomplishment as, as I'm sitting next to you two guys, Chris. You know what, what was your highest? Four twenty. Four twenty. He was that's there. So much yeah, I remember, man. Yeah. Yeah. So my, um, yeah, man. I used to, man. I used to pass you on the trail. Remember when? Yeah. I, yeah. I'd be like, damn, how much weight did you lose, man? Uh-huh. I remember. Yeah. yeah, and then I told you. I said I, I was. That's when I had lost like a hundred. And I was, I lost a hundred. I'm still trying to get down more. And then you said, yeah, I need to lose a hundred. Next thing I know, a couple months later, you, you did it. And I was yeah, like, wow, you, I didn't see you for a while. And you posted that picture yeah, on Facebook. I was like, oh, I, I think I saw you walking down the hall. I was like, who's that? Who's that Mexican dude? That's what, that's what <laughs> yo, was through my mind. Yo. And I was like, oh, that's John. Yeah, and I didn't I mean, recognize you. So I was giving it hell every day. I mean, I'll, I'll wake up at five o'clock in the morning, just drink some coffee and then yeah. get out there, man. Start doing those miles and then. Go home for a while, then get back out there at twelve, and then go home for a while, and then back out there at five. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, sh- man, I'm addicted to it now. I'm the same way. Up, Do you like, feel like you get like a runner's high? Yeah, like get all pumped up, just feel crazy, man. Like, yeah, yeah, I've always heard about like a runner's high growing up, um, and I, I, that I never ran. I never my whole adult life, I was never able to run. Until- me either, man. Like, sh- man, I'm, I'm, I surprise myself. Like when I run. Mm-hmm. So, man, I like the sound of my feet. Yeah, when it hits the pavement. Yeah, man, that's what I listen to, and I watch my um my um shadow. Yeah, yeah, and I and I always watch the road, man. That man, I can't focus ahead because my mind just makes me want to stop. So I watch my fucking shadow and the road. Mm-hmm. So. Do you uh, do you listen to music while you're? Hell yeah, man! Jam onto everything. <laughs> Crying, be pissed off. Snots, bubbles, everything <laughs> is coming out, man. And I, that, yeah, I jam on. Jam on to everything, man. So would you say um, before you used to numb all that pain with uh, alcohol, drugs, food, whatever, but now you replace that with uh, walking, uh, running, exercising? Would you say that that's what you drink? Yeah, that's, that's what I'm doing now. Is this, I, and I replaced it with that. And it worked. it worked for me. Yeah. It's it's working for me, and it's a good way to relieve stress. And man, I like to walk in the rain when it's raining hard. Mm-hmm. I like to walk in the rain, or, like in the dark. Man, I like to run in the dark too. That's what I'm gonna do after this. Yeah, 
Yeah, get back up there, man. That that's when when you hit that level, that mindset right there. That that's when you become the best you, because you're not afraid of of taking that walk in the dark. You actually want it, yeah. and and that leads me into um something that me me and my girlfriend were just talking about like a day or two ago. I can't remember how long ago, but um a big a big thing in my life that I try to you know just imply like to put on a, a lot of my my habits or what I want to be good at. I try to always invoke the the mindset of obsession, you know. Yeah. Once you become obsessed with something, it it, it becomes you, and 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 that's for me the the ticket to anything that I want to accomplish. And I think you said it. You're like I can't get enough of it. Like I'm a, yeah. I'm addicted. And if you if anyone out there listening can just become obsessed with whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish, I think anything is possible. Yeah. You know, anything's possible, man. Like. Just don't give up, man. You got to keep going each and every day, no matter how you feel. Ten toes to the ground and get up. How how hard was it the first um, couple weeks that you first started working out? How how did that feel? Shit, man. The, man, shit, man. I couldn't even walk around the the track once, man. I could only walk halfway, and my back would start hurting in my feet. So I had to sit down. <clears throat> then I'll rest for a while. I'll be sweating. My shirt will be already be soaking wet with sweat. And I'll force myself up and I'll walk the Shimanda. Yeah, the fucking remainder of that track. Mm -hmm. Then I'll stop and go home. Come back the next day. Same thing, man, for a week. And then after that, man, finally, I, I finally I was fucking able to walk the whole thing just once. And I'll sit down for a while. And then, I, and then I'll try to walk it twice. But I, man, I couldn't. Then I'll get pissed off and just go home. And then I, I just kept going and going. And pretty soon, shit, man. I was doing a mile, then two miles, and then th three miles, man. I was stuck on three miles for a long time. Then that's when I went to the end path. And that's yeah. when I started to see you over there. Yeah. yeah. How long did it take before you started to see results? Shit, bro. Like, how about a year and a half man i like, remember i seen you post a video where you walked up round mountain one time yeah that was pretty cool shit man yeah like about that man i think it was about about two months ago man i ran up round mountain wow yeah to me, <laughs> 10 minutes to run up there what's that feeling like when you finally get up to the top shit it feels good man it feels pretty good you live in your own movie yeah that's amazing dude yeah. i i just I, I wish i could um just kind of give this feeling sitting next to you and watching you talk it's kind of like people are going to hear it it's, it's not the same though you see it in your face like how much it means to you you know like yeah. it's the sincerity that's your life dude you, you changed your whole life you did you did the impossible you know how how many people um it, it can can go through what you went through a year and a half yeah like that type of dedication is something that we got we got to really acknowledge here because for anyone that you know tells me oh, i've been working out for like a whole month now i haven't seen any results yeah that's nothing i know man i, I wasn't seeing nothing at all man i used to get pissed off man just fucking pissed i was just, every day i wanted to give up man just every day wanted to give up but sh i kept going and going and pretty soon i just end up getting hooked then tiktok came and shit like i started making videos yeah. <laughs> got hooked on making those videos with music and shit man so you would make videos of like you working out yeah, right? and stuff just, like that yeah yeah just just for the results man so i could see yeah see if there was results and shoot man i want to see nothing 
But now when I look back, fuck man, I was I was big, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do I I remember the first time I saw the results of myself. It was funny. Uh because I hadn't took pictures of myself in a long time. And and uh the tribe I, I DJed an event for the tribe and I had lost I had lost like almost 200 at the time, almost 200 pounds. And uh I DJed an event at the plaza and the tribe posted it on their website. And I remember I just I was scrolling through one day and I saw the 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 pictures they had posted and I recognized my DJ equipment but I didn't recognize myself. Yeah. And I, and I was like, who's that Mexican guy standing <laughs> behind my DJ? I kind of got pissed off. I was yeah. like, who's that messing with my equipment? But it was me, you know. <laughs> yeah. So it was kind of it was kind of funny. Did you have an experience where you finally you recognize yourself? You're like, what the heck? Shit, man. At times, like, yeah, man. I'll take some pictures with yeah with some friends and man, mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I don't even recognize like. I don't even fucking recognize myself sometimes. Yeah. Like, like now, like, fucking on people, man, they don't even, shit, man, they'll walk right past me. Yeah. Yeah. They did, man, they don't even freaking recognize me. I think I did that with you a couple of times. Yeah. I, did, I didn't recognize you. Kind yeah, of... it, it feels good, you know? Yeah. It feels it good, does. man. But, yeah. But still, I still feel all that in here, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like all that emptiness and hurt sometimes, but. But in times, I'm happy as hell, you know. Right, and yeah. it might be t- it might be typical. I think even the healthiest person can have you know the, the darkest days, yeah. you know. But um, it sure it sure feels better to handle those days when you're healthy than yeah. versus you know on the, on the other side of it. Um, with when you whenever I don't know if you guys maybe this question is for both of y'all. Um, did you guys ever kind of get made fun of for even looking so good or, or working so hard and losing so much weight? People guys clown on you guys for it. Yeah, man, get clowned on all the time, man. Just I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have to get the yeah. take the attitude. You know, yeah. it's, it's your life. That, that's what's crazy to I, me. I mean, you guys are doing so well, and and people have something to say about it. Yeah, it's like, yeah. <laughs> no matter what you do in life, man, people are gonna hate. You know, exactly, yeah, exactly. No matter how good you're doing, and just they're gonna hate, man. And I had to cut a lot of people off. I I wanted to lose weight my whole life. Like a, a lot, it took a long time. And then there were certain people I was hanging around, and like I'd be like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna go on a diet." And then like one of my homies be like, "Let's start laughing." Like, yeah, yeah right. You're not gonna last. You Piss know. You off, well. Yeah, and yeah. it's like those type. I guess my advice for people out there: if you have friends like that, get away from them. Cut them yeah. off. You don't need people like that in your life. And yeah. I'm sure you probably went through the same thing, right? Yeah, man. Everybody gave me hell, man. Yeah. Kids, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> because you get pissed off, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I know the feeling. <laughs> yeah. And like I, I keep saying, um, I, I told Chris before, I was like, dude, you're the you're the real hero here. To lose all that weight, that's that's true discipline, man. It's easier for a guy like um, I grew up skinny, you yeah. know, and I just pack on muscle on top of that. That's that's a whole different ball game but like just a year and a half before you see any results walking every day just doing a lap and you said your back hurt half a lap yep your back would be hurting and then all of a sudden you're doing three miles and and it's it's amazing i think um one thing that you started doing that i that i just now kind of realized that that might be a, a good way for people to start um losing weight is um you you invested in yourself you said you got that tiktok you recorded yourself you started making those videos I, that that does something to to the yeah. mental, you know. Yeah. It, it kind of that becomes who you are now. Yeah, man. At first, I was like, "Fuck, man, I shouldn't even post this." Now, be all embarrassed of it, and right? 
I erased all kinds of videos. And after a while, man, I don't even give a damn no more. Right. Just be posting all kinds out there. Yeah. <laughs> forcing it on them. Yeah. Shit. I, I used to do um, like these school reports and, and stuff about like reservations. <laughs> and I'd always talk about Mescalero. It's the easiest thing to write about when yeah. I was in school. Um, you, I don't know. I don't want to put numbers out there now, but from the numbers I did in the past, the obesity rate is extremely high. Mm. And if you look at the obesity rate versus the numbers for like the other um, ethnicities, the Native Americans were, were not doing that great. Yeah. Um, I, I, and it, it's kind of due to maybe a lack of resources. Yeah, we're poor. Yeah. You know, we're poor and yeah, we don't have what fucking other people have you know it's just straight up hamburger meat potatoes rice mm. macaroni tomato sauce and if you're lucky some oatmeal yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then it's like drugs yeah. uh, to, to me like proce processed food junk food and that yeah. it's like it was like drugs that was yeah. my drugs for uh, mm -hmm. for so many years hot cheetos it's uh, exactly that man, was my meth right there hot cheetos yeah. was my meth yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I still love i love it like yeah. i get high and you're not when you're when you're that big you're not eating because you're hungry people always say oh just eat this you'll feel full and you, you, that's not why. really the thing you don't care you're full but you're not eating because you're hungry you're eating to get high you're eating yeah. to because because when you eat hot cheetos it pumps that dopamine to your head and it feels good to eat. That's why. And that's, I say, so when you said earlier, obesity is like the rate is killing a lot of people. Did you say, you said something like that? It was, um, I was looking at, and I have these numbers saved on my computer for another project that um, I was working on. Um, but the obesity rate in Native Americans was, it was damn near like towards the top. So it's killing people. Would you say like, as just as much a, or more than cigarettes would you say that mm. i think it might I, I, we got to look it up but that, i think it might be close about the same maybe even more for um i i don't know the numbers on like like substance abuse and stuff like that yeah um the most of the reports that i did usually was like health health and in, in the 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 last one i did was health so this is what i'm thinking you know how we used to see people smoking everywhere back in like the like you see it in the 50s, 60s, even the 80s, all the way 90s. Yeah, people used to smoke to the all the time, and it kind of people started realizing everybody's dying from this. Yep, and mm -hmm. roll it up in their sleeves. Yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> what's gonna happen, give it if 10, 20 years, you know, this might sound crazy now, but I it's gonna be like you gotta be 18 to buy junk food. I think that <laughs> we might yep. go because look how many people are dying from obesity. Like yep. right. uh well, it's you kind of start skating that line of like what um like what what's ethical you know like how much how much far left or right do you want to lean on that like you want to start dictating food um it's, but this i would say this i would say it's not food that's drugs right it's look all that candy all that chips everything that we see every day that looks like it's normal mm -hmm. it's not that's killing us that's, yeah, especially uh, native americans you know if you look into any of the ingredients that are into like yeah, chips and cereal and mm -hmm. soda and everything um, and then you start to look at what the typical person is supposed to have in, in the diet. Yeah. And you're you're pretty much maxed out on like a, a soda mm -hmm. on your sugar yep. for the day. Um, yep. You look at a, a lot of the chemicals that go into cereal. Um, there's some, I can't remember what, what most of them are called, but there's a lot of chemicals that are being fed to children that aren't good for development. Yeah. That lead to cancer, that lead to um, poor brain function. Um, you have like a lot of things that are in, um, 
like the hot Cheetos, you know, we talked yeah. about that. Um, like for me, my poison's energy drinks. That's my vice. Yeah. Um, I, I probably sugar go, up the yin yang. Right <laughs> yeah, sugar. I try to go sugar free. But even then, you know, a lot of things that that's in those energy drinks they ain't great. Um, then, you know, we start comparing like what your your diet's like supposed to be. Mm -hmm. Processed foods are killing us. Yep. Um, you look at like how beef is making its way beef and chicken make their ways into like the markets and even then you try to eat healthy mm -hmm. even that's a struggle um you look into like how sal salmonella formed it's just because a lot of like um that like lettuce plants and and things like that are not being regulated and they're growing next to dairy farms where cow shits getting rained on and rolling down pesticides on it and, yeah and, yeah all our foods are covered in just like you said pesticides yeah. and things like that so it, i mean we're already if, if we were going to make a, a law banning like any types of foods or anything on on children we're, i think we're far past that i think we we need to have done it already yeah but you know a lot of the big corp do song, all the big corporations make money on that stuff mm -hmm. they push it they tell you it's okay it's not they find a workaround it's okay um the fda they pretty much say what's right and wrong you know mm -hmm. um but how are they making money like how how do they make their money based on what they say is allowed and what's not allowed and you know why are certain things legal and certain things not mm -hmm. you know they um they regulated like for instance like even for the the typical gym goer the person who wants to work out hard and lift weights they start getting into things that are regulated like uh, growth hormones testosterone boosters those those will kill your liver faster than just typical steroids yeah you know yeah. so just a, your y'all fashion steroids from the 70s they're not regulated by the fda but fda said things like that the testosterone boosters are good all of a sudden people are dying because of liver and kidney failure you yeah. know and yeah. things like that it's it's tough and you start getting into the do weeds that's 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 <laughs> um i'm starting to talk too much here but um you know going back into you guys's feet what did you guys lean on to as far as supplements go? Did you guys like get into the whole pre-workout thing or? Nah, man. I just, just didn't use no pre-workout or anything, man. Just, just straight up out there. Just went for it. And yeah. you quit everything cold turkey? You like on the same day, man. What everything. was the hardest addiction that you say you had to quit? Shit, man. Probably meth and vodka. Really? Yeah. It was and it was just cold turkey. Did, yep. You didn't cold get any turkey. help at all? Did no our, help. I didn't talk to nobody. I dealt with all of it by myself. You never seen a counselor never or a seen therapist? Never no counselor, nothing, no therapist, nobody. I didn't talk to my mom, my sisters, and any of my friends about it. Wow. Just straight up dealt with it by myself, man. Out there on, on that walking path. Yeah. Yep, every day, man. That's but, amazing. Yeah, man, I would dream about being drunk, and then I'll, and then I'll wake up, and then I'll... And I and, I, and it feels like I, yeah, like I got drunk again. So I feel all guilty, and then it, and it feels like I have to start all over again. So, uh -huh. but it was just a dream and that, yeah. You think it's trauma? Probably, man. Have you talked to a therapist about any of the stuff that you went through? No, no. no have no, have no, you ever no. thought about it? Yeah, I, I I thought about it, man, but it didn't take up too much of my time, and time is something I don't have, you know. So. Mm -hmm. I'm getting old, bro. Do you, do you think it would help help to go talk to a therapist? <clears throat> probably, but I don't know, man. Yeah, I think that's well, probably one of the hardest things we go through is, man. Yeah. One of, yeah, definitely one of the things uh, we actually had a therapist come on the show, yeah. and we couldn't 
release it because of what was the exact reason? It's because of IHS wouldn't allow it. I guess so. they they was, were, uh, they kept bringing up HIPAA and all these things. Oh so, yeah, yeah, that HIPAA app. Yeah, but I'll have to say, um, so I think a lot of us are embarrassed to go. I think it's a stigma. Uh, only only crazy people go see. I would go if I don't have to pay for it. Well, I oh that's the thing. IHS is free. I and they I'll, got therapists yeah, down there. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll it's kind of um, embarrassing. Well, shit, I don't know why it's so embarrassing, but I went to a therapist. Yeah, and she helped me. She that's Helped you out. She, yeah, that's how was how I quit my addiction to food. I guess I would say. Did she give you like no pills, take, nothing, right. just talking, talking through it? Yeah, and I think uh, a lot of us are just kind of embarrassed, or we because I think there's a stigma about it that oh, only crazy people got to go to that, or that's just for like weirdos or whatever. I don't yeah. know. But it's just like get, you just need to get help. Just like getting help. Um, Like if you were to get a physical trainer to help you with the gym or if you get – it's just like any other thing. I think a lot of us, especially on the tribe, are scared to uh, reach out for help. Yep. But that or, therapist, she changed my life. She saved my life pretty much. I, I, I went and talked with her. And, uh, yeah, we got we got to the bottom of why I was addicted to food and, I, and changed it. Yeah. But, yeah. The um that that whole therapist um issue that we had we, we were trying to actually do this whole interview where uh, we talked about the suicide rate um, COVID had just kind of kicked off everybody was stuck indoors and then um we started seeing a lot of suicide and then even whenever the the laws or the rules kind of eased up there was the people uh, young um, adolescents were still you know committing suicide and uh, me and Chris kind of wanted to like bring some awareness to it. So we bring on this therapist, therapist put out some great knowledge and pretty much all the questions you asked were in that episode. Um, you know, at the end of it, it was like, well, we'll see if we can get this released. I got to put it up the chain. It never made it back to us. We never got an okay, Damn. you know, and it, it was kind of sad because people will talk day and night. Like we need something for the kids. We need something for mental health on the reservation. We need... Um, you know, and, it, and it's kind of tough that hearing your side of the story where you made it through alone and, and that's you, you have a lot of pride on it. You did it alone and that's great. And I, I commend you for that. Yeah. You're extremely strong, you know, but maybe some of, maybe some of us out there aren't as strong as you and, and we could use a little bit of help. And, you know, that therapist down there in um, Escalero IHS is completely free. Yeah. Um, 100% confidential. Um, you can just show up and just say, "Hey, you know, I got feelings." You know, yeah, like well, where's it at? Like, <laughs> like at, at the at the hospital, uh, the building on the lower part, where, where, where those trailers are. Yeah, but I, if anybody wants to go, I, all you gotta do is just call the call IHS and then just say you want to make an appointment with, with mental health. And uh, shit, yeah. man, that's probably what I need. <laughs> mental health. Yeah, uh, she said they'll talk about anything. I mean, yeah. it don't, you don't even have to be depressed to go. Yeah, you could just want to talk about things, and um, like like Chris was saying, she'll guide you. You know, but yeah, um, it, it was sad that we couldn't release any of that that episode. But yeah, they gave us all kinds of crazy reasons. It almost made you wonder, like, like do they even care about us as 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 native people? Like, no, all they cared about is getting sued. Yeah. That's really what it is. They they don't want they they don't want to violate no HIPAA act and stuff. And they're like, all we can release is his phone numbers. Well, how does that help? You know, like, we already know. Call him. You know, we, we're looking for something here, like any kind of like um, advice or. But it's just the way it is, I guess. Uh, but the people working down there are amazing. Um, 
the therap- the actual therapists and the doctors and all that, they're mm-hmm. they're amazing people. They're, yeah. They're they're there to help and it's free to to all tribal members. Yeah. What um what advice advice would you give anybody that wants to just start working out? Like how you're saying just, just start, just yeah, day just, one and just, just do it, man. Would you be willing it, to help anyone? Yeah. Man, I always tell people, man, if you guys ever want to go walking with me, shoot, man, I'll, I'll go and pick you up. I'll walk with you. I'll talk with you. I'll cry with you, whatever. And I'll drop you off at home. Who knows? I might buy you a Gatorade or something. <laughs> <laughs> Heck yeah. That's, yeah. It's hard to find help like that yeah. these days. But I think one of the things you said earlier is most correct is um, they got to want to do it. Yeah. It, it's hard to get someone that wants to change. Yeah, man, I walked with a few people and then they did good for a while, but they all end up just just straight up quitting on me and it kind of threw me off but i kept going you know right but i couldn't count the number of gym partners i've had over the years yeah. but it's just you know everyone has that motivation but like one percent will stick with it yeah yeah you definitely have a strong mind uh so do you ever get temptation do you ever is there ever days where you're like man fuck it should i just go get a beer should i get yeah you know, or something yep like yep most every day man what do you do to overcome that just 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 think about well for me man i think about the taste how it's gonna burn all the way down and then after a while i'm just just gonna end up losing everything that i work for if i do go that round Mm -hmm. and i came too far just to give up now you know yeah just for maybe a few hours of having fun man then wake up the next day sick and sorry and miss yeah broke probably car be wrecked or end up in jail or crime scene, something, yeah. you know, just. Did you um, live with family all your life or, yeah. or whenever you came back from Albuquerque? Yeah, I yeah, my mom, damn, put her through all kinds of hell. Her, damn, man, I feel sorry for her. Mm-hmm. But now it's, I'm hardly ever home now, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Where do you work now? I, I used to um, see you at the end of the mountain guards. Oh, and- yeah. We start making jokes on the phone, and then all of a sudden you're not there no oh, more. Yeah, man, I moved down to the to the muscular conservation. Oh, you did? Yeah. What do you do down there? I catch animals. Really? Yeah. yeah the, I'm the brand new ACO. What? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, just going around trapping dogs, chasing cool. cows off the road, horses. It's pretty cool, man. Get to go cruise around in the woods, do all kinds of things, man. <laughs> That's great. That's probably a, um, one of the better jobs that you can have, you know, whenever you're on that um, life of sobriety yeah. and you're in nature dealing yeah. with it. Yeah. Some, could breathe more. Yeah. It's out there, man. <laughs> did you um, Did you have to go to the academy or it's oh, not nah. required? Yeah, yeah, man, it is. But yeah, man, I'm just a, I'm just a dog catcher right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. We got a lot of dogs. That yeah. old man is a problem with the right? dogs. <laughs> I appreciate yeah. if you guys would type your damn dogs out there. Right? Yep. We, uh, I have some friends that visit from the military, and it, that's always the first thing. Is like, why are there so many dogs yeah. out here and about? Do people care about them? Or? Man, it's just, damn, man, they breed and... Man, you know how small little kids are, man. They want a puppy, so they'll they'll take two home, mm-hmm. and then from there, those dogs start breeding, and boom, boom, and boom. Before you know it, mm-hmm. people getting bit, getting chased down the road, or they're crying around all night, or they're tearing your clothes off your your fucking hangers, or yeah. what do you call it, your, your clothesline. Your clothesline. Yeah. Yeah. 
they uh we're probably the only community that doesn't really have to like regulate what we do with our, our dogs too and um but yeah I'm, I'm glad that you got your um your foot in the door down there because um jo- jobs like that you know for one stability you know yeah. it's a good place to work um two you know they, they kind of, it's a public service kind of place and, and i think that kind of complements you know your your new your new life that you're living now and you, the jobs like this usually open up like new doors and things like that um how how do you how long have you been there? Been there for about this coming see on the fourteenth will be three months. Three months. Yeah. Um, looking back at your your childhood, you ever, you ever think that you'd be living a life like this now, nice and stable? And nah. It, nah, I'm just I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Life life's crazy. Yeah. You never know what's gonna happen, man. A lot, a lot of ups and downs, yep. and I, I think I've heard your name before. I just, I don't think maybe I seen you, and like you said, you're unrecognizable now. I don't, yep. I don't know what you would have looked like before, um, but you know, I'm so happy to see like somebody, someone who's made it um, through that kind of lifestyle. That that's an amazing feat. You know, you come back from 400 pounds. You lived a life of, you said every, you've tried everything under the sun, pretty much like drugs and alcohol. And you've been at so many parties and, you know, and your whole life's completely changed. You know, it's different. Yeah, man. I don't even care about any of that stuff no more, man. I don't even at all. I don't don't even care for it. And a lot of people that know you or that knew you then, um, do you talk to those people now? Nah, man. I I just... Go to work, get off work, change my clothes, and I go walking and running till it's dark, and go home, go to sleep, and do that every day. Mm-hmm. I hardly, I hardly even talk to anybody, man. It's just kind of because like the lifestyle you live now. Yeah. Yeah. Do you um do you lift weights at all? Or do you are you mostly into running and? Well, shit, man, I'm trying to get into weights, but man, it's mainly. I like to run mainly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. To lose the weight, would you say it's more of a diet or was was it working out that made you lose the weight? Diet, man. Diet and working out. I would, I would agree. So for me, I would agree. Like, I think it's that. Di- I would say it's 80% diet yeah. and then 20% working out. Yeah. Did you start off with a diet or did you start off working out? I started off um, working out and, and, and then I went to a diet. Really? Yeah. And the, what finally worked? Do you think uh, you saw, when you started seeing results? The man, the diet, man, the way I was eating. What could, what what was your diet like that helped you lose weight? Just just protein, just a bunch of protein. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like just mainly protein, water, and yeah, that's about it, man. And oh. and, and then just just watch, like, and chew more. portion control yeah yeah that and to chew more man just chew the shit out of your food is Uh it because of how the body breaks it down yeah just chew it up man even though you sit there for long like like um cut your food take a bite and push your plate away yeah yeah then just chew your food sit back Mm -hmm. then just keep doing that that's it's hard sometimes when you're hungry as hell, just grab it and just eat it, man. But Oh, is it because of the speed at how fast you put food away? Yeah, you just have to 
had to chewing more slows, so, your, yeah. slows it down. What was a regular meal like for you before before all this? Like, what what was your daily? What would you eat in a, in a day? Would you say? Shit, man. I'll be full as hell, and then keep on eating, even though I'm full, and then just eating, man, till I'm about to blow up. Would you say you're doing that because uh, because it felt good, right? Or I was just straight up hungry as hell, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for me, it was I was it was like I just wanted that feeling of having some eating something good. Yeah, know? good. The the taste. The, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what what year did you graduate high school? Or well, get your diploma or your GED, I mean. Uh, like in 2005. 2005? Yeah. Those, um, those years between, um, like, let's say, like, 90 and 2000, um, whenever I was growing up, I got to see, like, a lot of, like, the lifestyle. And I, w- I would kind of say that during those years, the party lifestyle was just a little bit different. Yeah, way different. Oh. It, it was just it was just mainly beer, weed, whiskey, and maybe coke running around. Right. But but nowadays it's, see, man, on, yeah, man, on the res, there there is people that drink, but it's mainly meth now, man. Like there is beer at a party, but it's there, man. Mm-hmm. Like man, there'll probably be like three. Three or four people that will be like drunk, but the rest are all high as hell. Really? Yeah, high, looking out the windows, tripping out, freaking out on their phones. Is I I never even would imagine. Um, growing up, you know, high school parties and stuff like that, it was always just straight alcohol, and you know, like some people had weed, and in those days, weed was taboo. Yeah. You know, nothing, no toxic legalizing it or anything. So, the, you know, that that might have been like the craziness, and um, but. The parties, the party scene in those years too. I remember watching; it was more relaxed, more drinking and driving. Yeah, more people out in the woods. Bonfires, bonfires, yeah. um, big parties. You big, know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I remember this. Yeah. And then, uh, I think it wasn't until I was maybe fourteen when I first started hearing about people doing meth, and yeah. then to me that at that time it was like a very, like a far fetched idea to even think that you'd be at a party with meth. Um, yeah, man, I used to think that it. Let, yeah, man, I used to think that drugs were only like in big, like in like big towns and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's here, man. It's everywhere. Um, would you say like a lot of you lost like a lot of friends to like the addiction of meth, or do yeah, you, yeah, man, lost a lot of people. Well, yeah. Do um, maybe people's lives just completely changed when they got into like the heavier drugs like that? Yeah, everybody started going their own ways, doing crazy things, getting you know. Mm-hmm. That that uh, willingness to try like those things now, I think um, there's no, there isn't that many discussions happening in those types of environment where it, there's not someone there to tell you to stop. Um, <clears throat> it's it seems like now if I talk to I know a lot of people like that that still party and go through those things, but um, they don't really flinch at the idea of of meth anymore or. Things like that. It's almost seems like a little normalized. Like oh yeah, like yeah, yeah, like oh yeah. So and so's tried it, or they were doing it over here. They're doing it over there. And yeah. I'm, just, I'm still, I still freak out about it, but it just becomes a little bit more relaxed. I think that that topic and um, it freaks me out a little bit. You know, knowing that say, I have kids and you know thinking that maybe they might be exposed to that someday. And 
I pray to God it doesn't it doesn't happen. Um, what do you think it would take to fix our reservation? How do we how do we fix this? How do we change it to where we we stop this cycle of drinking and drugs and all the bad stuff? Love, love, yeah. wow, share of love, man. It, yeah, and and maybe I, um, I agree. Yep. You know, like if you're looking in terms of like emotional support, definitely, like we, yep. we need emotional we need support, to. love. And Do you think that's what in ear? Mm -hmm. yeah. That's what all of our people are just chasing. At the end of the day, we want that good feeling, yeah. so we we look at it in alcohol. We look yeah. to drugs because Everybody we want wants love, man. That's basically what it all boils down to, right there. Wow. I agree love, with that, man. Yeah. Yeah, more love. That's what yep. our res definitely needs. Yeah. As as cliche as that sounds, yep. that's that's what we all need more love. Yep. Right, and it's and you guys know it better than I do to be like criticized, like um, at that type of level, you're always being criticized, always being made fun of, always you know, mm -hmm. um, you guys are right. I mean, nobody wants to make that move or ask for help because they're shame, you know. And you know, re recently, um, I tried to help a friend and. Um, give him a place to stay because he's um you know he said he's been staying in the woods a little bit and he's he almost seemed like hesitant to take my help and he almost seemed like um, he had a lot of pride from it and it almost hurt to see that you know i i wanted him to be like hey you know like can i have this can i have that with with no shame about it yeah but i, I think he's just um for one polite but two, um, it kind of seems like maybe he didn't have that kind of support around him. He wasn't comfortable with that type of help. Normal. It, it ain't yeah. It ain't normal. Yeah, yeah, and I think you're right. You know, if we just showed more people that we cared and stuff, and um, it might help some of these people break those cycles. But, um, you know, now that you're, you're working with the conservation office and, you know, you look back at this crazy past that you had, um, do you have anyone that depends on you have kids or do you have brother, sister, anyone that you help now and that you're nieces and nephews, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and you're going to be the, the, at least something to look up to, yeah. you know, uncle John, he used to be 400 on drugs and yeah. drinking and, um, now look at you, you know, what, what do you weigh now? Uh, shit, man, uh, 196 pounds. You hit the 200 yeah. mark. That's yeah. awesome. Uh, yeah. Was that was that your goal, Chris? You're trying to hit that 200 mark. Yeah, you got damn close too, right? Uh, yeah, I got down to 205. Like, um, but it goes that, up and down. Yeah, yeah. Like, so. man, sometimes I just get hungry as shit, man. Like, <laughs> eating crazy burritos, yeah. hamburgers, slip up, man. End like, up at the feast. Yes, as a matter of fact. Yeah, you fry bread and feel guilty as hell. Yeah, yeah. Our uh, our diets aren't the best, you know. No. You know, we fry a lot, like you said, a lot of potatoes and tomato sauce yeah. and, and things like that. But um, it's, it, and it's not normal to go order a salad when you when you're with uh, like people, yeah. like your friends or anybody or your family. Yeah, you sit down and have a salad where it looks at you weird. Or yeah. I remember when I was ordering my uh, my keto stuff, I'd be like, "Yeah, can I get a burger?" Um, uh, two burgers, no, no bread, le just the lettuce, and they'd look at me crazy sometimes. Yeah. They'd be like, "You don't want bread? What? You don't yeah. want bread? You don't want <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not normal." Is there is there anything that you personally want to talk about? Uh, maybe a community that you'd like to listen to some. Yeah, shit. Like if anybody out there wants help, man, or if if anybody wants to talk or just hang out. Go for a walk. I'm down, man. Just hit me up. Let me know. 
pick you up. This um, well, this whole podcast That's is dedicated to you. And, yeah. I'm oh, sorry to cut you off there. That's but, all good. Um, this whole podcast is dedicated to you. Yeah. You know your triumph, your your healthy lifestyle, and you know we want to give um a lot of praise to what you did with your life. Yeah. It's it's not not easy. You you probably did one of the hardest things anyone can do. And, yep. Um, battling addiction, you know, like you said, a year and a half before you saw results. Um, but you know, me and Chris want to let let the community know that it's possible. You know, yeah. you you made it through it. You're you're going to be an inspiration, and I, and I hope that this you know this episode just reaches at least one person. Yeah. If it just hit just one person and yeah. and it changed their life, or they reached out to you and you made a friend and. Um, you know that that would be all the difference in the world just to have you in here and you know talking to this microphone and um just to from me to you you know i have a lot of respect for what you did with your life um i have a lot of respect for everything that you overcame and you know i'm very very proud of like to to be your friend now knowing knowing all this stuff i didn't know yeah you were just some crazy guy that answered the phone and you made <laughs> jokes yeah. you know when i would uh because i'm you know i work the same place you worked yeah and sometimes you'd pick up the phone and i don't remember how that little greeting goes was like into the mountain gods you know how can i yeah. drink your call and and then you'd recognize an it number and make a joke that's all i knew yeah. I was like, that guy after is cool, man. And uh, my buddy Carson would say, yeah, I always hope I get John whenever. Um, but your attitude something, something to mention as well. You always have like an amazing attitude. Yeah. That has to play a big role in your success. You yeah. know, we can't have like a bad attitude and terrible personality and, and expect good results, you know. Yeah. Um, so definitely want to highlight your attitude, your spirit, your obsession. And, um, you know, I, I hope that success finds you even more like tenfold. Yeah. Do you do you have any new goals set? What you want to do next? I want to get my house and give me a truck, furniture, washer, dryer. Yeah. You know. If you do, you feel like if if you you've accomplished all this, you you can accomplish anything. Yeah, if I can do that, and then that's awesome. So you know, stability. You're looking for stability, basically. So that's that's great, man. Yeah, I just want to be happy, man. Just be happy. You know? What makes you most happy nowadays? Just waking up every day, drinking a cup of coffee. Yeah. That's what I look forward to every day, man. Just mm-hmm. The simple things? Yeah, yeah. just yeah. listening to birds. And I kind of remember, like, you know, you saying like the coffee thing and that simple, that simple pleasure, but it's amazing. It's amazing to wake up, you're sober, life's good. Yeah. Drinking a cup of coffee, you you know maybe the the you have something to look forward to that day. That excitement builds. That that feeling right there is a hundred times better than um, you know my party days. Yeah. I have some wild party days too. And being sick, sorry, waking up with that hangover and wondering yeah. what you did the yeah. night before, what you said. Um, like you said, waking up broke. Yeah. Um, maybe you fought somebody and yeah. you feel terrible about it. Just uh, worried, sick worry yeah that that feeling all those feelings being gone and then what do you have at the end of the day after you know those nights nothing like you said you were broke waking up and you'd have to go back to work to try to get more money to do it again and a lot of the times you're spending money on friends who never return it yeah yep a lot of the times you um you're giving rides and putting money into gas and you never see that money come back you know and um there's no way to level up in life when you're living like that you know and, and and you know now you live like this 
your life isn't as exciting, but like it just feels so much better. Yeah. Yeah. Earlier, when you said uh, people just want love, need more love, that's what it comes down to. When did you finally realize that? I'm, I'm, I'm still, I'm still fucking re- re- realizing that every day. Yeah. yeah. Every day, I'm realizing that. Was uh, did when you were young? Did you know that? Did, no. did you know that? When when did it kind of finally hit you? Like, like about a year ago, man. Uh, yeah, just it's all I ever wanted. Yeah, it's all I ever wanted was love, man. Do you think the, your the old friends you have who may still be in that crazy lifestyle? You think that's what all they're looking forward to? Probably, yep, more than likely, man. What would you be your advice to them? Damn, I don't know. I don't know what to say to them. You know, just keep going and don't give up for nobody. You know, no matter how you feel, just keep getting up each and every day. Don't give up for nobody. Just try to believe in yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just pray. Do your best, man. Just pray. That's awesome. Yeah. Where can people follow you on TikTok? Uh, just John. I didn't even know you. You had a TikTok. Well, I don't. I don't. I I see your stuff like on uh, Facebook a lot, and yeah. I get I get inspired by a lot of the stuff you say. Yeah. It, it, I'm sure it inspires a lot of other people. But is, is your TikTok the main? Uh, that and Snapchat. You see all kinds of dumbass shit on Snapchat. No, it, it's cool. It's real yeah. good. You should check it out, Blue. Like I didn't even know. I mean, yeah. Like I said, all I knew is you're a crazy guy in the call center. I didn't know you had a channel. I didn't know. Yeah, no, no, no. yeah, man. I don't have a channel or anything. I just like, like, yeah, man. When I'm going for a walk, man, I'll just say how I'm feeling. Or what's your your TikTok name? It's uh, John Harrington. Yeah. Oh, it's just no underscore nothing. You just no. type in John yeah, Harrington. Yeah. Just. Do like just walking or jamming out, singing some songs. Yeah, your personality is real yeah. cool. Like I think a, a lot of people they need to see. That's why I wanted you on this podcast because yeah. I wanted them to see it. Like it inspires me, and I'm, I'm definitely sure it inspires a lot of people there, and in, in, especially in Mescalero. Yeah, man, it's kind of embarrassing, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what I, I think yeah. that's what we're kind. Of, we want yeah. people to. Just to especially in Mescalero, come out and be themselves yeah, and yeah. express themselves and not be embarrassed no more. We're all everybody's shy, everybody's embarrassed just yeah. to do what they want to do, and I think that's where the white man held us down all those years. Yeah. <laughs> you know that we I, they put us in reservations and told us we're not good enough. But I, we should just say fuck all that. Let's do, let's do it. This yeah. is let's do what we want to do with our life and stop letting people hold us back. Exactly. I, I know a lot of people, but I just, I don't like have like a lot of like friends, you know? Yeah, that's, and, that's exactly, yep. And then, and it gets, it gets tough sometimes. Sometimes I, I want to hang out. Sometimes I want to go to an event and at the end, you know, I ask, sometimes I tell my girlfriend, we're going to do something tonight. We're going to call someone. And then she's like, all right, well, who are you going to call? Or <laughs> I don't know. Like yeah. people just, people just don't show up like that. And so, um, you know, that, that, that kind of led me into not, not caring about what people think anyway. Cause you know, it's like not who who's there anyway. Yeah. You know, it's it's just it's a small group, small support group anyway. And you know, I just started doing this podcast with Chris, kind of like shamelessly after a while. And you know, who cares? Like, I guess at the end of the day, and it it is embarrassing sometimes. And um, you think about like how you sound or what you might have said and stuff like that. But um, the the real thing I think to uh, take pride in is, dude, you stepped up, man. You know, you got in the mic. Yep. You you told people. You know what your life was like what you're into and what what it took to get here now um and that that's a lot of strength dude and i hope 
more people can be more shameless about like what they're going through and then a lot of like the success that they have you know because yeah. I, I guarantee everything that you said that you're like embarrassed about or like shame whatever the feelings you had other people feel the same exact thing i guarantee there's a lot of other people who want to come in here and talk about what they're doing too and it's just hard to fight that you know embarrassment and stuff to come on but um damn dude you have a real good story yeah. you, you do um and and i i hope this episode finds a lot of people in the community that's struggling with the same thing. Yeah. Cool. Is there, we've, we've been going on for a little over an hour. Is there anything else uh, do you want to talk about? Or I think maybe we might've missed. I'm hungry. So whoever has <laughs> burritos or enchiladas out there. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, any special shout outs you want to give or anybody, uh, any, anybody you'd like to give a shout out to or say thanks to or anything? I just want to thank all, all you people out there that were in my life and I'm glad that you're in my life and I love y'all everybody awesome well there you have it ladies and gentlemen that's, that's John Harrington oh, the way we finish this show we ask 10 fun questions of the res it's a no right or wrong answer um, so first question hunting or fishing I like fish and hunting both yeah, yeah. alright old road or east LA <laughs> Damn, it's a hard one. Probably some old roll. Old roll? Yeah. All right. Windows or broken arrow? Probably broken arrow, man. Broken arrow, yeah. Travel store or casino Apache travel center store? Travel store. Travel store? <laughs> yeah. Uh, favorite booth at the feast? Uh, the mutton stand. Mutton stand. <laughs> Stuffed fry bread or fry bread with a bowl of chili? Stuff fry bread. Stuff fry bread. Hell yeah. Uh, Club 49 or actual Feast 49? Damn. Probably the Feast 49. Feast 49. <laughs> right. My favorite thing about Mescalero is? Uh, the mountains. Mountains. Yep. Nice. I am most thankful for? For being alive. Being alive. All right. Yep. My name is John Harrington and I love... Love breathing. Love breathing. All right. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. John Harrington. Uh, go follow him on Facebook, TikTok, and what have you. The Rez just needs more love, right? But um, there you go. We'll talk to you all next time on Riding on the Wall Podcast. Mescalero. As you probably know by now, you're listening to a podcast. You get a chance for some of the unique stories out there um, to be heard and, if anything, inspire our community.